Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. All right. Again, I will say I was promised lions, and I believe today is the day. Yeah, I think we're finally going to see a lion's den in this segment of Daniel. A lion's den? Yeah. Whoa. That sounds like multiple lions. I I do think there are multiple lions, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Speaking of lions, I believe you got a casting request. Yes, our very own Daniel, who is a longtime listener of the show and a good friend of ours, and also my music director for the the musical that I'm in right now. He's amazing. Has asked to be cast as one of the lesser lions, so <laughs> like a like so a cameo like a bit, lion a bit part. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to evaluate the lions and determine who's the least of them. So, <laughs> Jeez, I don't know if we have to give them like the least, but you know, but it, just a, a lion and the pride, just a little, a little baby. Maybe he can be, he can be the Simba of the pride. There you go. Oh, yeah, fun. a lion yeah. and the pride somewhere. <laughs> have we cast other lions already? Do you remember? Have there been any? Uh, no. So as far as animals go, I'm going to pull up my cast list. So we definitely any kind of horse is played by Will Arnett. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Let's see. The donkey was played by... I'm sorry, whom? By Pikachu as played by Ryan Reynolds. Yes, correct. Um, We have pot slash clay slash sperm slash fetus. Those are from Isaiah 4510. Those are all being played by Andy Serkis. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, He's going to kill that. Pretty much any inanimate object is Andy Serkis, right? If if it's like animated for some reason. Oh, oh, so he's definitely the the disembodied hand that wrote on the wall last time. Oh, Oh, for sure. sweet. Definitely Andy Serkis in like a mocap suit, but it has like, you know, some extra foam fingers on it with yeah. trackers on it so he can do some like really, really convincing hand yeah. motion capture, but with his whole body. Totally. I love that. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Interesting. I like that. So rather than using like the motion capture gloves that exist oh, now, he heavens. would still act it out with his whole, whole body. body. Wow. <laughs> okay. Gosh. He's a master. Yeah. You can't get in the way of a master's okay. work. He's a real artisan of sure. the craft of motion capture. So Was it way like less impressive back in the time when he did Lord of the Rings, I'm assuming the technology has like gotten better and better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Just up and up and up, oh, baby. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Things, things are hot <laughs> in the mocap world. Um, Definitely. Mm-hmm. And actually, honestly, I, I stopped doing mocap probably 2014 or so. And so mm-hmm. things have probably just gotten even more wild and technologically oh, yeah. advanced since then. Oh, yeah. More cool. Uh, anyway, to go back to your question, yeah. those are the only animals that we have cast. Okay. Okay. Because I did kind of want to propose that at least one of these lions could be Katy Perry singing Roar. Yes. 
You know? I yeah. like that. Okay, because maybe she can be the lead lion. Is there, yeah, okay, okay, there is a lead lion. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just assuming. I realize, Are these lions going to talk? I don't know. Ours really will have interested. a lead lion. <laughs> yeah. There will be a dance number. Yes. And we'll have to cast Left Shark as one of the lions, too. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so Katy Perry and Left Shark are going to make an appearance. This sounds like a... And then also Daniel. Like we're creating a cast list for like a children's Christian play version of... Definitely. Daniel, right? Where... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You you know, you get the one mature kid to play Daniel, yeah. right? Maybe the other mature kid to play Nebuchadnezzar. Right. And then everyone else is just lions. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the kids who can... Who all they can manage, they can't manage to memorize right. a line... They can't memorize blocking. They can't dance. Hopefully it's a song. Just, but they can look cute and stand still on stage in a lion yeah. costume. Right. And wear left shark with like a, a little mane on it, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. 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 Okay. I love it. Great. Okay. Well, I'm glad we've got our casting kind of set already going into this episode. So this this should be good. Yes. This should be good. I'm trying to remember what happened last time. Didn't Nebuchadnezzar Nezer person... Nebuchadnezzar. Had a, yes. Yes. <laughs> he had like another dream and then his son had a dream with the disembodied hand and they called upon Daniel and Daniel came and was like, yeah, this means that you're toast, bro. And he was like, <laughs> okay, here's all my money or whatever, not really, but like here's half of my kingdom or a third or something. It was it was Belshazzar was the king. Okay. So this is Nebuchadnezzar's Son? Grandson, I think. Or yeah. no. Son or grandson? No, no, no. Kin. Hold on. We learned about this. Yeah, well, we learned that the actual historical basis was probably not related to Nebuchadnezzar. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, what it was is that Nebuchadnezzar, he died and his son inherited, but then his son got overthrown and some other guy took oh. over and he had a kid who then had another kid. And I think that's Belshazzar who was in this story. Okay. So we've jumped ahead a bit in time. Well, Nebuchadnezzar, yes, because Nebuchadnezzar became an animal. I forgot about that. Oh, right. <laughs> but not really. Just, I mean, yeah. Maybe really. It's, it, the, and then we read that thing that said that maybe he was a werewolf. <laughs> or maybe he thought that he was a werewolf. Who knows? Yes, exactly. That one blog was like, this means he was a werewolf. Oh, which, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, cool. That's up for debate. That was but whatever. <laughs> Amazing. All right, what are you drinking? Dedeker, that's a very, like, purple drink. Yeah, this is some of that nice, like, indigo gin with the butterfly pea all up oh, in it. well, I, ha- I have some of that, too. Ooh, very nice. cool. Ooh. But uh, what else is in there? Because your coloring of your drink is much different than mine. Yeah, so it's mixed with a pomegranate and orange San Pellegrino, which is also a very Got deep it. ruby red. And so together, they actually make quite a lovely... Lovely, like magenta, fuchsia color, and it's quite delicious. Mm. So it's like a gin, almost a gin tonic. Yeah, something like that. Lovely. What about you, Jess? And I'm having a whiskey with a nitro Pepsi. You'll remember a few weeks ago, oh. Dedeker had a oh, nitro yeah. Pepsi, and now I'm having one yeah. with some whiskey in it. What are your impressions? You know, it's. Does it make a difference? Taste wise. So I'm like, taste wise, it's mostly the same, but I'm also like, when did I last have a Pepsi? I don't even know. So maybe I'm not the yeah, best who judge. Knows? They could have changed the recipe so much. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I will say that texture wise, it is quite nice. It like, you know, the, the texture that you'll get in a root beer float, there's like that sort of a creaminess. Yeah. The foaminess. The yeah. foaminess. It, it's got like a little hint of that. And I'm enjoying it. It's nice. Lovely. What about what you? What do you have? Yes. So this is um, an elderflower and empress gin and tonic. So it has Ooh, on the that bo- same gin. 
Yes, exactly. And you yeah. can see it when I move oh, yeah. back very the camera pretty. a little bit. They got red and purple and orange in there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I it threw in. It was red and purple and orange and oh, glass God. and alcohol and gin deep and cut. booze. And, Indeed yeah, it was. Okay. Wow. Deep cut. I know. Gosh, it's been so long since it I put really that has. out of my brain. Freaking <laughs> Joseph and the Amazing Technical or Dream Code. I forgot amazing. that we go off on a 6,000 item list of all the colors. <laughs> Gosh, I know. It's that lady again. Um, yeah, I just threw some orange peel and also some raspberries in here. And then there's elderflower liquor, which is St. Germain, delightful. Nice. Then tonic. And then the topper is that really beautiful Empress Gin, Lovely. which I just learned, I think is from British Columbia or Victoria yeah. or something. Yeah, it's, it's not too far away from us. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. It's funny because I've now seen it show up on so many bar cocktail menus and I refuse mm. to order because I'm like, I got a bottle of it. You're not going to charge me <laughs> yeah. $17 for that's a butterfly true. pea cocktail when I know I can just get it from the grocery store. Yeah, that's very true. But anyways, are we doing this thing? Yes. Yeah. Are we doing this, Daniel? Let's do this thing. Beautiful. All right. So today, we're going to be reading, uh, Daniel, three chapters. Chapters 6, 7, and 8, and then Psalms 138 and 139. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Daniel Sis. <laughs> away, I'm like, who's Darius? Oh, yeah. So Did Darius, okay, remember, so yes. last time, the hand on the wall, played by Andy Serkis, came. Yes. They called for Daniel. Daniel told him the interpretation that it means that you're going to be overthrown, and Darius is mm -hmm. the king who overthrew him that night. Thank you. Darius is the new Got king. It. Okay. All right. We're on another king. Yes. <laughs> king number three in the story so far. Right? Only three? Yeah, I think so. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps. Yep. Who should be, I was like, what is that again? Sand trap. No, the sand, sand trap is specifically like a Persian governor. Got it. Okay, 120 of them. Wow. Who should be throughout the whole kingdom and over them three presidents, of whom Daniel was one. Oh, three huh. presidents. President Daniel. Interesting. Interesting. That's fun. Yeah. President Daniel. Okay, so the message calls these vice regents instead of okay. presidents. I don't know. President's okay. pretty good. Yeah. NIV the, calls them administrators. The, oh, well, that makes it even like less. <laughs> the administrators. Like King James says presidents. So I guess we'll go wow, with presidents. Wow, really? Yeah. I'm really into this world that has three presidents. So I'll take it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm just like, wait a minute. The whole presidential triad. Right. Yeah. But how would that work? I mean, the executive branch is one person, but whatever. It's fine. Not, not in this story. Mm -mm. That these satraps might give account to them and that the king should have no damage. All right. I guess like he's giving a governing body, I don't know, some work or oh, something. He's trying to set up some checks and balances, I think. That makes sense. That's good. Or just protect Same. him so he doesn't have to deal yeah. with all mm -hmm. the petty stuff. Yeah. Then this Daniel was distinguished above the presidents and the satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. Yeah. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. 
well, what were you, what would you do then, King? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, just making him his right-hand man. There you go. Mm-hmm. Then the presidents and the satraps sought to find occasion against Daniel mm-hmm. as touching the kingdom, but they could find no occasion nor fault because he was faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. Interesting. Okay, so they were like trying to find something wrong with him, but nah. There's nothing wrong. Well, Rex, he's a president, right? So they're trying to find dirt on him like you do with presidents, but they couldn't. Yeah, like everyone does. It sounds like the other presidents were trying to do that. Yeah, exactly. They probably were like, because he's probably in the front, like in the V. Oh, I see. He's the hinge. He's the lead president. So we'll have a lead lion (laughs) when they're and he's the lead president. Okay. When they're in parades, they fly in formation. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, good. Yeah, he's the apex. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of God. Then these presidents and satraps assembled together to the king and said thus to him, King Darius, live forever. (laughs) Okay. Good start. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. All the presidents of the kingdom, the deputies and the satraps, the counselors and the governors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a strong... Interdict. In, interdict? Interdict. Sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. It's like a law or a decree, it looks like, from the other translations here. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought Dedeker was going to be like, oh my God, you don't know that word? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something I would say. But that didn't happen. Yeah, that does. That was a really good impression of her, actually. That's <laughs> I know. impressive. <laughs> I've had a lot, of, a lot of years of practice. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that whoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days, save of you, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Yep. Okay, hold on. Can we try to understand what... I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, so he's like, let's make a rule for the next 30 days Mm -hmm. that if anyone asks a petition of any god or man, except for you, the king, we cast him into a den of lions. What is Daniel going to do? Yeah, what is anybody going to (laughs) do? Honestly, like... No. How do you get through 30 days without making a petition to somebody? What does the message say about this? Yeah. Yeah, so the message makes it clearer, right? So for the next 30 days, no one is to pray to any god or mortal except you, O king. Oh, no. Daniel's not going to do that. Exactly, right? I think it's weird translating it as petition, but maybe it's a translation issue because I guess a prayer is kind of like a request. And so a petition... Maybe. Mm, It's like when you run a word through Google Translate back and forth a few times to different languages and you end up with like kind of an adjacent word. I think that was the entire World English Bible, honestly. You're right. I think you're probably right. Got it. Okay. Now, O King, establish the interdict and sign the writing that it not be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which doesn't alter. Okay. Okay. Like These guys make less... the laws that don't change, so you should do one like them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, look, there's um, a policy precedent that's been established mm-hmm. over here. Let's just take that language. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that happens in policy all the time and in lawmaking. Yeah. Hold on, though. Wait, 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 wait. What? Darius is a Medes. We learned that last time. Oh, oh he's a Medes. So they're saying, like, do it like your people do it, which is forever. Can't change and it. And Persians. No takebacks. Okay. Yeah. But they said 30 no days. Yeah, that's yeah, no takebacks really for 30 days. Okay, got it. But they want him to live forever. It's like no early termination of your contract with your cell phone carrier, you know? It's like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Not a thing anymore? 
I don't know. What's that Live Forever song? Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen? Is that it? Yeah, maybe. Well, we, we sing that one to each other a lot. Oh, cute. Okay, okay so, 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 but in the story, Darius yeah. is like, sounds great. I love this mm-hmm. idea that people pray to me for 30 days. Oh, but do they, so they're trying to get Daniel on something, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. This is, they can't dig up any dirt. So like the best thing we can do is try to use some policy against him to get him killed. drunk with power. Mm-hmm. And of course, the king, the kings always like don't know what they're getting themselves into. They're always freaking dinguses. Yeah, I agree. He was probably just excited. He's like, we have a den of lions? This place is great. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, he's like, cool. I want to see that in action. Amazing. <laughs> Therefore, King Darius signed the writing and the interdict. When Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house. Now his windows were open in his chamber toward Jerusalem. And he kneeled on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as he did before. Oh, I see. So he's like, specific whatever. note about the windows being open that he's not hiding yeah, it. Yeah, you could see him. Mm. Yeah, he wasn't hiding this. Mm. Got it. Then these men assembled together and found Daniel making petition and supplication before his God. Then they came near and spoke before the king concerning the king's interdict. Haven't you signed an interdict? (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of dicks. And Darius is like, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. (laughs) (laughs) That every man who shall make petition to any god or man within 30 days, save to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. The king answered, the thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which doesn't alter. Then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel, who is of the children of the captivity of Judah, doesn't regard you, O king, nor the interdict that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Mm. What do they What do they call it in a different book? Not in interdict. Fair? Probably Oh, like a law? Yeah, like a statute or a law. It's kind of yeah, that would be easier or to a say. decree. Mm. All it's sorts like, of other things. They looked up the thesaurus, like what's another word for yeah. a decree or something? And it was like the last one. Right. And they're like, yes, <laughs> that. I'm taking that one. <laughs> That's a great idea. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased mm. and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored until the going down of the sun to rescue him. Oh. So, okay, liked, so he liked Daniel. He's yeah, like he trying to him. find a way out of it. Oh. Even though it's... Wow. You can't... There's no take backsies on these Medes and Persian these laws. That he's trying. Yeah. He really should have thought of this. Yeah. He should have. Well, all, all these kings, again, just dingus brains. They don't... They don't <laughs> yeah. Yes. Then these men assembled together to the king and said to the king, No, O king that it is a law of the Medes and Persians that no interdict nor statute which the king establishes may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel, and cast him into the den of lions. Cool. Now the king spoke and said to Daniel, your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. (laughs) It's like, don't worry about it. I mean, probably that's the whole point of this story. (laughs) It's like, this is the best I got, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, good luck. (laughs) Fingers are crossed for you. You'll do great, kid. (laughs) A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. Oh, this is like some, yeah, uh, the, in, in. You're going to try to do a Jesus thing? Aladdin? 
Oh, Aladdin. No, Aladdin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Cave of Wonders, that's what it is. Mm, okay, like. the big stone situation. Yeah, something yeah. sealed it, sealing the Cave of Wonders, mm. but there's lions in it. A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet. Goodness, this is so official. Yeah. <laughs> he has like a <laughs> ring that he had. He's like, beep. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Do they put like a wax seal around yeah, the exactly. rock and he what stamps it? Like, what? Even? It's weird as heck. Okay. Yeah. And with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. So, like, what's the point? Like, they're going to throw him in there and then they just expect him to die by these lions. Right. Except for he's probably going to like, teach the lions math or something. <laughs> he's going to do something cool. He's going to teach them how to interpret their own dreams. Right. Yeah. He's going to be sitting there just like, oh, so you're dreaming about a rotting gazelle carcass. Hmm, this is what it means. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then they're going to open it up and everyone's going to be holding hands and, uh-huh. and chanting and singing. <laughs> then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him and his sleep fled from him. So sad. He's very sad. Yeah. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. When he came near to the den to Daniel, he cried with a lamentable voice. The king spoke and said to Daniel, (laughs) Daniel, servant of the living God. What? That word choice is really funny. He cried with a lamentable voice. It's not like a lamenting voice, but it's like, ooh, that voice, yikes. No, it's lamentable. The voice itself is lamentable. Yeah, the guards who were standing around were like, yeesh, us. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't have very good pitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Daniel, servant of the living God, is your God whom you serve continually able to deliver you from the lions? Then said Daniel through this, you know, door made of stone. Uh-huh. To the king, oh, king, live forever. My God has sent his angel. <laughs> He's so bored. <laughs> oh, king, chill. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths, and they have not hurt me, because as before him, innocence was found in me. And also before you, oh, king, have I done no hurt. Okay, hold on. Pause really quick. Uh, that was not as exciting as I wanted. <laughs> oh, what were you expecting? Oh, you were expecting them to learn math by the time he was done? No, yeah. I, I don't know. I was you expecting... just wanted to see the lions described. Yeah, yeah I guess, okay, lesser lion, like, <laughs> pride. You want a full pride breakdown. Well, right. okay, I was just, like, my conspiracy brain is fired up now, where I'm like, okay, so if Daniel's friends, like if Rakshak and Benny learn, okay, Daniel's going to get thrown to the lion's den. Mm -hmm. What stops them from like going to the lion's den ahead of time and like feeding the lions? Oh, that's a good idea. To be like, let's make sure they're full. Yeah, they're sleepy sleepy. And then maybe it'll be a little bit of a risk still, right? But then just like as long as Daniel minds his own business and doesn't smell too much like a dead gazelle, then he'll probably be fine. (laughs) No guarantee, but we haven't seen the Jonas Brothers in a while. No. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's also possible that what Yahweh did is he told Daniel beforehand, he's like, hey, you should mix up these herbs together to make this like sleeping poultice Mm. and mix it in with some ground beef and carry that in with you. And then oh, he just gave I that thought to you were going to say he was sleep. Yahweh was telling him to mix up some like lion repellent. Oh, what's a lion repellent? I don't know. They sell like bear repellent. Yeah, <laughs> you know that you take when you're in the woods. Or maybe some catnip or something. Maybe he catnip. put some catnip. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> fed it to the Big lion. cats do respond to catnip. Just get them high. Yeah, like, get them super high. Oh my god. They gosh. were just rolling all night, them. and <laughs> yeah, they yeah, were just they all choking up in the lion's den yeah, together so all night long. Yeah, the cats were like, whatever, man, hang out with us. It's cool. (laughs) 
Oh, I love it. Okay. Oh, king, I have done no hurt. Then was the king exceeding glad, mm. uh, exceedingly, but whatever, <laughs> exceeding glad. He was exceeding it. And commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found on him because he had trusted his God. Mm-hmm. The king commanded and they brought those men who had accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children. Oh no. Whoa, yeah. Geez. Classic. Them, their children and their wives. And Classic. the lions had the mastery of them Ooh. and broke all their bones in pieces Whoa. before they came to the bottom of the den. Okay, hold on. I do not Damn. remember that part. From Sunday Holy school. crap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they left that out. They're like, um, yes, just the men, not the ch- not the little baby children that are the same age as you all in right. Sunday Jeez. school. Jeez. Oh, they're mm-hmm. innocent little babies also. Yep. Just throw them right in there. Gosh. Goodness. We love doing that, though. We love killing wives and children of We love killing entire families. Like. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's rough. Yeah, and that they got tromped up before they even touched the floor. The lions were so hungry because the they'd like, been high all night and now they had the munchies really <laughs> they bad. They got the munchies. <laughs> Their mouths were just like open, like waiting oh, for no, these yeah. people. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> then King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages who dwell in all the earth. Okay, okay. cool. Unlikely, but I mean, incredible if true. <laughs> yeah. Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree... Then in all the dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall be even to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and in earth, who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Gosh, dang. I mean, Daniel's like the coolest boy to ever live. I don't, I feel like Jesus has nothing on this guy. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to Jesus, right? You don't have a direct yeah. one-to-one comparison of all I the- don't, but I've heard things. <laughs> <laughs> this guy survived lions. I mean, I guess Jesus survived a crucifixion. Not really, but kind of. He came back to life. That's He cool. did come back to life. Yeah. But Daniel hung out with lions mm-hmm. all night long. He taught him math. <laughs> All right, that's it. It's a great canon. So in the like children's book versions and and movie versions and all that, they always yeah. make a bigger deal of like the spectacle of the lion's den and how scary it is, right? I, I wish that I had more than what I just got. So in our version though, in our DBS Plus version of this, you know, we'll have a whole dance number with Katy Perry There'll be pyrotechnics and left shark and, yes. and you know, it'll be great. And Daniel Coe. And Daniel yes. Coe, yes, will be in there. <laughs> we'll be the baby lion. <laughs> yeah, they'll do all a fun little dance and it'll, and it'll yes. be, but they'll also be scary too. Cool. And it'll be great. I love it. Yeah. I do remember my first Bible that I ever owned growing up. It was a regular ass Bible, but it did like occasionally have some pictures in it. I mean, as opposed oh. to like a children's Bible where it's all watered down. Or not like a picture Bible. Yeah. Okay. Dedeker, I don't have I, I don't have either in my head. Like, <laughs> okay. what is a children's Bible? Does it is it like a picture Bible? Yeah, it would probably be like a picture Bible or sometimes okay, children. Cute. It depends on the age group you're aiming for, right? So right. sometimes it's Did just they cut out a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, sometimes it's just a curated book of stories, right? Yeah. yeah. But mine was an actual full-length Bible. 
And yeah, not, baby, not a baby Bible. Not a baby Got Bible, it. but did occasionally yeah. have some pictures in it, some mm-hmm. illustrations. And I do remember the illustration for Daniel in the Lion's Den. And I really liked that one a lot because I remember it was like, you know, Daniel's there. He's surrounded by lions. There's like God rays coming down on him from the entrance to this cave or whatever. And there was a little baby lion there that was so cute. Oh. It was all painted to be kind of photorealistic. And I remember enjoying that because yeah, the baby lion was the highlight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, and Rockin' On in the chat is asking, no, there was not an illustration for Saul and David in the cave. Uh. I, that's a missed opportunity right there, but okay. <laughs> yeah, because little kids love poop jokes, love right? Poop like, jokes. that would have yeah. been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, chapter seven. Where do we go from here after the lion's den? I don't, that's my question. And then we have another episode next week? Yes. <laughs> On what? <laughs> this was the whole freaking story. Uh, Apparently not. There was a lot more than that. Gosh. Yeah. Okay, in the first year of Belshazzar, so we're yeah. back to Belshazzar. Oh, we've jumped weird. backward in time. Remember, I, I mentioned this in the bonus last oh. week that yeah. we are going to jump back and forth in time a little bit through Daniel. Weird. So yeah. Okay. So we, we were a few generations, or like one generation passed in Kings, and now we've jumped back again. Got it. Okay. Okay, so Daniel's a little bit younger once again. Okay. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head on his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spoke and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the sky broke forth on the great sea. Four great animals came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Sir Griffin. Yeah, I saw until the wings of it were plucked. What? And it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand on two feet as a man. And a man's heart was given to it. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. This wow. Is, this is cool. wild. Okay, cool. okay. 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 So four giant, like elder god style beasts rise out of the ocean. I don't have dreams like this. Yeah. I don't know about the two of you. Like some Colossus, Shadow of the Colossus style. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It's, wow. Maybe he's, maybe you're not taking the same drugs that Daniel was, you know? Maybe that's I definitely am not. causing these kinds <laughs> of crazy shit back then. Yeah. Right. Behold. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Another animal, a second, like a bear. Hmm. And it was raised up on one side and three ribs were in its mouth between its teeth. What? Whoa. And they said thus to it, arise, devour much flesh. Oh, this okay. is intense. So an evil, cool. scary bear with evil, scary bear. In his mouth. Okay. Yeah. After this, I saw, and behold, another like a leopard, which had on its back four wings of a bird. The animal had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. What? Boy, oh boy. This is nuts. After this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth animal awesome and powerful and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in pieces and stamped the residue with its feet. And it was diverse from all the animals that were before it. And it had 10 horns. <laughs> they don't even know what to call that animal. No. Yeah, they're just like, this was awful. Well, it sounds like a machine oh, to me. Cool. It's oh, some cyberpunk yeah. stuff. It has some iron teeth. Right. Yes. He's sort of foreshadowing the Industrial Revolution and how it's going to damage it. the earth and kill us all eventually. Exactly. Can you imagine Daniel giving that to him? <laughs> Saying like, well, sir... <laughs> Little do you know, but fun fact in about two... About industrialization. 3,000 years, yeah. Yep. I 
consider the horns. And behold, there came up among them another horn, a little one. Before wait, which, sorry, wait, is this still on the on the on this metal the ten monster? horns on this I, this metal animal thing okay. that has ten horns? He's ten considering horns. the horns, okay. and there comes up among them a little baby horn. Okay, great. Before cool. which, three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. Wait, what? What? Okay, so saw... this horn sprouts out and rips up three other horns in front of it, and it's got eyes and a mouth like a human that's, and starts saying That's stuff. extremely stuff. horrifying. Yes. I mean, I could see why you wake up and write this down. You're like, I got to talk to someone about this because yeah. that was messed up. Yeah. I saw until thrones were placed and one who was ancient of days sat. His clothing was white as snow and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames and the wheels of it burning fire. This could be another alien. This sounds like the stuff in... Sweet. What was it? Yeah. Ezekiel? So cool. Isaiah? Who, who saw all the aliens? Was it Isaiah? Uh, uh, Ezekiel saw some. Ezekiel. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. 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 But he's not even like on a trip right now. He's just dreaming. Well, I mean, we don't, we don't know. Maybe we don't know. He what could it, have been tripping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Or there was like a, Sounds you know, like a, a methane leak in his room or, you know, mm-hmm. any number of things. <laughs> How? It was like an Oracles of Delphi situation, right? Like, okay, okay. Maybe there was some, some earth gas, some natural gases. Gas. Yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Area. Yeah. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands of thousands ministered to him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were opened. I saw at that time, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spoke, I saw even until the animal was slain and its body destroyed, and it was given to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the so animals- they killed it. Yeah. I mean, they killed it with fire because obviously- The, the big metal. So the big metal monster, they burned uh-huh. with fire. With three billion horns. But the horn is not dead because it's still talking maybe? Oh gosh. No. As for the rest of the animals, their dominion was taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, there came with the clouds of the sky one like a son of man, and he came even to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. Oh. There was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all the peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Okay, all the Christians are going to be like, it's Jesus. Okay. Yeah, Definitely people are going to say that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As for me, Daniel. <laughs> In case you forgot who was speaking. <laughs> my spirit was grieved in the midst of my body and the visions of my head troubled me. Yeah. I came near to one of those who stood by and asked him the truth concerning all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. So he sought out somebody else to interpret this for him. Wait, yeah. John Doff the mic says that Revelation draws a lot from this part of Daniel. I, I will be looking forward to that in okay. another few yeah. years. We're not going to know until we get to Revelation. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what's nuts to me. He can't even interpret it into his own dream. He's just like somebody else. Wait, so Daniel, this is Daniel's dream? Yes. Yeah. Daniel, you're... You're on one, man. <laughs> Dang. Jeez, okay. Okay, so, okay, hold on. Pause. Yeah. What do you think the interpretation 
could be. What would, if, if you're, you were one who stood by Daniel, he just came out of his trip and he's like, hey, this is the dream, hey, man. man. Hey. What do you think? Whoa. What would be your, your guesses? I don't know. I mean, wait, so these great animals, are these animals supposed to be maybe like the Persians and the Medes and like all these different mm-hmm. peoples of the earth around there? And is it essentially saying like all will fall before this other greater faction or greater person or something along those lines? Yeah, quite possible. Or like this one, this one really scary one comes along, yeah. but then it gets kind of taken down first. And the others are still let, they're allowed to live, but they don't really have any power anymore. And so maybe it's... About... Is that the Egyptians? Wait, who was in there with... No, the Romans? They... Pontius Pilate? That's many years <laughs> I, later. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying Jesus Christ Superstar characters. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's a, that's a few hundred years from now. Got it. Yeah, maybe it's the Persians. Maybe it's supposed to be like the Persians came up and just conquered everything, but then they're gone and these other kingdoms, like the Medes and stuff, get to kind of be around for a little while, but really it's going to be this son of man person who maybe is Israel, is going to like end up ruling eventually. Mm. That's my guess. Got it. Okay. This is what this random unnamed person thinks. These great animals, which are four, are four kings who shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. (laughs) Then I desire to know the truth concerning the fourth animal, which was diverse from all of them, exceedingly terrible, whose teeth were of iron and its nails of brass which devoured, broke in pieces, and stamped the residue with its feet. Wait, he's asking some random dude right now? He just says one who stood by. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Just a random person walking by. literally he's like, anybody. Hey, you. Hey. What does this mean? I'm Daniel. <laughs> you know who I am? Interpret my dream. Yeah. And concerning the ten horns that were on its head, and the other horn which came up and before which three fell, even that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things, whose look was more stout than its fellows, <laughs> I, I saw. <laughs> and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. Until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth animal shall be a fourth kingdom on earth which shall be diverse from all the kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. As for the 10 horns, out of this kingdom shall 10 kings arise and another shall arise after them and he shall be diverse from the former and he shall put down three kings. Whoa. This is going to be, I, I 100% would put my money on when we go look this up in the bonus. It's going to be so many Christian conspiracy theory websites where it's going yeah. to be like, this was, then this was the Bay of Pigs and and then in the Gulf mm. War, this is what happened and then like these 10 horns, this one's Obama. Like, Right, We're definitely right. going to find that. Totally, totally. Good call. Oh my God. Good call. I, yeah. I, yes, I would put money on it. Now, this is fun that in the Message Bible, it actually calls this person a bystander. So it says, then the bystander continued <laughs> and told him all that stuff bystander. he just said. <laughs> Wait, so people in the chat are saying that this is Revelation. Like, what happens in Revelation? Yeah, that this gets pulled on a lot to be in Revelation. Yeah. yeah, it gets pulled on. Also, people in the chat, no spoilers. God's sake. Sorry, sorry. Hey. Sorry. 
He shall speak words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and he shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and half a time. What? <laughs> Two and a half times. A time and time this and half a time. freaking book. It shall be given into his hand until a time and times and half a time. <laughs> this is a nutty book. Like, so much has happened. It's been really action-packed. Like, really, truly one of the best books of the Bible by far. Okay, I, I want to get to the end of this chapter, and then I would okay, love, okay. Jace, if you could give us any interesting highlights from the message yeah. that would help sure. understand some of this. But let me finish these two, three final verses. But the judgment shall be set, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it to the end. The kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole the sky shall be given to the people of the saints of the the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Here is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my (laughs) thoughts much troubled me, and my face was changed in me. But I kept the matter in my heart. Yeah, I bet, man. Jeez. That's the end of the chapter. Woo! Yeah, wowza. So here's the thing. I think what you read is actually a lot more fun than what's in the message. Oh, man. Because the message just kind of makes it a little too normal. Mm, Okay. Right, yeah. Sometimes that happens. You know, because it's using more commonplace language, right? Yeah. So here's like, as I was staring at the horns and trying to figure out what they meant, another horn sprouted up, a little horn. Three of the original horns were pulled out to make room for it. There were human eyes in this little horn and a big mouth speaking arrogantly. It's like kind of the same thing that you read. It's just more, I don't know. More boring. You're right. More boring. Pedestrian. Yeah. Kind of more That's boring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like that it calls this person a bystander, though, which is yeah. fun. Interesting. <laughs> An innocent bystander. I do. You know what? I'm, I am actually curious about what the Great Bible thinks about... Bystander? Yeah. Let's see here. So this is about the bystander. This one just calls it just he. So he gave me visa ensura. That fourth beastie shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth. It shall be. So shall be is one word, by the way. Shall be. Shall be. Like shall be. S-H-A-L-B-E. Shall be. Shalba. It shall be more than all other kingdoms. It shall Envour, tread down, and destroy all other landies. The ten hornies are ten kingies <laughs> that shall arise out of the kingdomy. Ten hornies. After whom there shall stand up another, which shall be greater than the first. <laughs> so it's pretty good stuff. Got it. Pretty good stuff. Got it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We should uh, we should take a little refresher. Yeah. A little break yes. before moving along here. Yes, but uh, while we're taking this break, we want to talk about some ways that you can support this show. The best way you can do that is to check out the live shows, bring your friends, tell your friends about the show. It really helps us to spread the word, spread the the good news, if you will, about the Bible actually being fun to read, hopefully. Uh, We would love your support in just kind of getting the word out there, letting other people know about the show, getting them to listen to it. And if you want to check out the live shows, you can come see us on Thursdays. And if you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can get information about when the shows are, how to watch them, all that kind of stuff. And we would love to see you here and hang out. 
And then also, if you're loving it and you're able to support financially, we have a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash study. And for becoming one of our parishioners there, we have thank yous like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our undying affection. And, and maybe some dreams about monsters. I mean, I can't guarantee cool. it, but you might have them if you... Join our Patreon. <laughs> it's, you know, you really got to join to find out. So That's how it works. <laughs> I will leave that to you. That's the gamble that you'll have to take. Yeah. And we're back. And it is time for Daniel chapter, what, eight? Yes, eight. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I did, you know, I did actually want to give a quick shout out here while I realized it that uh, I'm right now drinking. Now I've switched to a beer, but I'm drinking mm. out of some glasses that were made for me by Kurt, one of our mm. one of our patrons. So thank you do for they, that little gift. Do they have like a logo on them or what? So they have they have a picture of a person sitting on a toilet, like an icon drawing, and sneezing and hitting their head on a doorknob. Got it. And it says, never sneeze on a toilet on it. Um, based on a story that I told back when we were reading Zechariah oh. 13.6, apparently. Wow, that is, a de- <laughs> that is the deepest of cuts. Uh-huh. So Kurt held on to that one. Yeah, he held on to that deep cut for a while. Well, but the, okay, the funniest part, though, is he delivered that at your birthday party, which your mom was also at. And when you told us that story, you're specifically like, I never told my mom what actually happened. Oh, I like God. lied. Yeah. And I don't know what you said that you did, fell down the stairs or something oh, else, but... Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So then my mom, of course, asked about it. And I was like, oh, it's, a, it's an inside joke. That's something from the podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> what do you want her to know? Well, it's just like, now I feel weird because I lied about it, right? So... It's, <laughs> I assume. It's that whole thing, that's right? Okay. When you lie, then you have to lie to protect the lie and it just builds on itself. And that's the... Tangled web. I say, Yeah, it's lies upon lies. Wow. That's wow, the world Jace. that I'm in now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. Got it. Okay. Well, <laughs> rethink your choices, but yes. that's okay. What a low stakes web of deceit. I, I know, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then, and then I did want to give one other shout out here, actually. And that's to our buddy Tyndale. Mm. It's been a while since we've gotten to read Tyndale, but I was told also by Kurt that today is the anniversary of when Tyndale was killed for heresy. Oh, and boy. Uh, executed. Yeah. He was executed. He was barbecued, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually looked this up to talk about it. So in, in 1536, he was convicted of heresy and he was executed by strangulation. And then they burnt his body at the stake. Okay, well, so, I, I guess I would you know, rather die by strangulation than than burning, I think. Well, you know. Definitely, I think for so. sure. I think I'd agree, yeah. This is a weird, nerdy tangent to go on, but with execution by being burnt at the stake, that can be essentially adjusted to give you either a very fast death or a very slow death. Yeah. Yeah. You mean if it's like super hot? Yeah, well, no, if it's super hot and and the flames go very high, the idea is that like you inhale that heat and Mm. that basically kills you first as you suffocate to death. Mm. 
versus if so it's, it's both at the same time. It's both suffocation and yeah, and then you die a lot faster. Versus if it's a slow burn, then it's more torturous. But we don't really gotta yeah go more into detail about that. So, sad for Tyndale. He was really trying to do something. Well, thank you for that, Dedeker. Thank special. you. He was he was trying yeah. to yeah. make this book more accessible to people, and we probably couldn't be here without his work. Right there, you go. Yeah, yeah, for reals. No, he actually was a pretty yeah. influential figure in the whole kind of mm-hmm. making the Bible accessible to the layperson. Mm-hmm. Little did he know it would lead so to accessible. this. <laughs> so, so accessible, so accessible. Layperson, and I'm pointing at myself here. <laughs> Not okay. Well, a so person who knows anything about this. So yes, yeah. a toast to William Tyndale and uh, all the great stuff. We can't wait till we get to the New Testament and we can read his work again. Ah, lovely. And here we go with Daniel chapter 8. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared to me, even to me, Daniel. This guy. After, <laughs> after that, which appeared to me at the first. So I think he's maybe there's now a second vision after that other one, I guess. Uh oh. I saw in the vision. Now, it was so that when I saw, I was in Shushan, the palace which is in the province of Elam, Musk. And I saw the vision. No, it's Elam, not (laughs) on. Yeah, Elam, Musk. Elam, I say. As I saw in the vision, and I was by the river Ulai, then I lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram, which had two horns. Everyone's like- Only two? Yeah, that's that's (laughs) kind of always how they look. That is how rams do. And the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other. Okay. (laughs) This is a really boring dream compared to that last one. And the higher came up last. What does that mean? What does that mean? I I have no idea. (laughs) That's making sense. Yeah. Maybe these horns were like appearing during the dream and that the second one that was taller grew up second. Okay, sure. Interesting. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I like that that interpretation. I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward. Just running around. So every direction but east. Just going all okay. over the place. Yeah. Uh, and no animals could stand before him. Neither was there any who could deliver out of his hand. But he did according to his will and magnified himself. So it's probably another king or something. Gotta be, hmm. yeah. As I was considering, behold, a male goat came from the west over the surface of the whole earth and didn't touch the ground. Oh, a flying goat. He was flying? Sweet. Mm-hmm. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. It was, it was a, a unigoat. unigoat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Neat. Okay. Whoa. So a unigoat. He came to the ram that had the two horns, which I saw standing before the river. Okay, so sorry. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining do, 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 do. that. Yeah. No, no, no. I was imagining like that. What was the name of that game? It was like Unicorn Rainbow Attack that had Always by Erasure playing in the background the whole time. What? What? <laughs> Always I want to be with you oh. and make believe with you and live in harmony, harmony, harmony. harmony. Oh, yeah. Okay, it was like yeah. just that on repeat uh-huh. with this unicorn just like bounding and flying over the land. That's what I'm envisioning. Okay, okay. okay. I love that. Okay, so that song's playing. Okay. We'll have to license that for the, for the you know, for the show. Yeah. Okay, so 
he ran on him in the fury of his power. So the Unigoat is charging the ram with two horns, the, the by the ram. Okay. I saw him come close to the ram and he was moved with anger against him and struck the ram and broke his two horns. No. And there was no power in the ram to stand before him. Whoa. But he cast him down to the ground and trampled on him like goats do. And there was none who could deliver the ram out of his hand. The male goat magnified himself exceedingly. (laughs) And when he was strong, the great horn was broken. Oh. And instead, instead of it, oh. there came up four notable horns toward the four winds of the sky. Out of one of them came forth a little horn, which grew exceedingly Another great. Another one. Another little baby horn. Toward the is south. Is that Judah? Is that like <laughs> Israel, the little horn that becomes great? Okay, so, yeah, so, I think so out of one of those four horns that were to the four winds came a, a little baby horn, which was exceedingly great, mm-hmm. toward the south and toward the east and toward the glorious land. It grew great even to the host of the sky, and some of the host and of the stars it cast down to the ground and trampled on them. Wow. Okay. Yes, it magnified itself even to the prince of the host, And it took away from him the continual burnt offering, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. The host was given over to it to... I'm sorry. Okay, it took away from him the continual burnt offering. And then it says the host was given over to it together with the continual burnt offering through disobedience. Okay. And it cast down truth to the ground... And it did its pleasure and prospered. I'm so what? Confused. Yeah. What, what's the message have to say? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, Eugene. Then the billy goat swelled to an enormous size. What? At the height of its power, its immense horn broke off and four other horns sprouted in its place, pointing to the four points of the compass. Then, from one of those big horns, another horn sprouted. It started small, but then grew to an enormous size, facing south and east toward lovely Palestine. Okay. Okay. That's a place that I know. The horn grew tall, reaching to the stars, the heavenly army, and it threw some of the stars to the earth and stomped on them. (laughs) Why would it do that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Also, is it the horn stomping on them, or is it still the goat that's stomping on them? I don't know. We have these like fractal horns happening, yeah. like horns sprouting out of horns, sprouting out of horns. Seriously, yeah. seriously. So, so then, yeah, this thing about the host. Okay, so if I continue on in the message here, uh, stomped on them. It even dared to challenge the power of God, Prince of the Celestial Army. And then it threw out daily worship and desecrated the sanctuary. As judgment against their sin, the holy people of God got the same treatment as the daily worship. See, that's the thing about the host being given along with the burnt offering. So he just kind of chumped them all up, I guess. Yeah? (laughs) Okay. Sure. Sure, sure. Cool, 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 cool. So this goat is evil, I think we're establishing. If it's throwing out the host and the the offerings and Mm -hmm. the people who worship God. Yeah, yeah. Now, verse 13. Then I heard a holy one speaking. And another holy one said to that certain one who spoke, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. 
How long shall be the vision? Yeah, that's my question. How long shall be the vision concerning the continual burnt offering and the disobedience that makes desolate to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot? He said to me, to 2,300 evenings and mornings, then shall the sanctuary be cleaned. So That sounds like a lifetime. Yeah, quick math. 2,300 days is how long? That's six and a third years. Okay. Oh, okay. It's not not so bad. It's not so bad. But a long time. Long time. Quite a long time. Okay, so six and a third years, that long, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. It happened when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision that I sought to understand it. And behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. I heard the man's voice between the banks of the Ulai, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. Oh, it's Gabriel. Gabe. It's Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Sorry. To, in, in Constantine, Gabriel is Tilda Swinton. Uh, okay. She does a well, great job. Sure, let's cast her again here. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. Okay, great. Like reprise her role. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love that. Is this the first mention of Gabriel or did we see Gabriel before? I thought we saw Gabriel like for a hot sec. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe I'll look that up in the bonus. We've we've definitely talked about Gabriel, but I don't remember if it's because we saw Gabriel maybe, or yeah, just maybe we, this we talked it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay, but um, still, this person is like Gabriel. Oh, you gotta explain it to Daniel. What's up? Yeah, Samantha Wallace in the chat is mentioning we did see an angel that we I think was Gabriel in the the oven. Well, but he wasn't named. Oh yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a named angel. Were Rakshak and Benny? It could have been. No, I think we got a name. No, I think you're wrong. Because some people thought that it was (laughs) Jeebus. Exactly, because some people say that it's Jesus. (laughs) It was like the son of God or a son of man or something. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what kind of a yeah. What kind of an angel it was. Okay. I want to but, know more but, about Gabriel. So this voice said to Gabriel, yeah. make this man to understand the vision. Okay. So maybe that's God telling Gabriel. So maybe Gabriel was also the passerby earlier too. Maybe that's part that's, of this oh, whole mythology, right? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he came near where I stood. And when he came, I was frightened. And I fell on my face. But he said to me, understand, son of man, for the vision belongs to the time of the end. Can I ask, like, did they fall on their face and they're frightened because these angels look scary AF? Probably. It's gotta be, right? Got it. Mm-hmm. Although it does say that he looked like a man. Does it? Does it say that Gabriel looks like a man? Maybe he's just radiating power. Let's see. Yeah, so that I sought to understand it and behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. So Gabriel looks like a man, or at least, Vaguely the appearance of a man. Like Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Like Tilda Swinton, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh, right. He, he, and he told him that these visions belong to the time of the end, which is why Revelation loves to use this stuff, right? Because it's like, oh, the end times. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. as he was speaking with me, I fell into a deep sleep with my face toward the ground. <laughs> it just I was so out. bored. I think he's just tired. He's like, this is a lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've not I been fell sleeping in... great and having these wild dreams. Yeah, really. Yeah. I fell into a deep sleep with my face toward the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. He said, behold, I will make you know what shall be in the latter time of the indignation. 
for it belongs to the appointed time of the end. Is there a... The ram, which... Sorry, is there an angel, Michael? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's John Travolta. Yes. Right, from from the movie of the same title. Yeah, totally. Okay. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Cool. I love that so much of our casting is just <laughs> redoing it, taking roles people have already done somewhere else, and just being like, "Yeah, you, that's you're how, that." That's again. how Hollywood works, though, that's right? True. Like, casting right. directors have zero imagination. That's true. Typecasting. Yeah, yeah, it's just like whatever. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The ram which you saw that had the two horns—they are the kings of Medea and Persia. Okay. The rough male goat is the king of Greece. Oh, and, the Greeks. And the great, yeah, the Greeks come. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Ooh. As for that which was broken, in the place where four stood up, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not with his power. In the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce face and understanding dark sentences. Fierce face. And understanding okay. dark sentences shall stand up. What does that mean? It's got to be that he knows powerful magics, right? Dark sentences. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I want to write a series of like young adult fantasy books called his called dark, dark sentences. sentences. Yeah, his dark his understanding dark sentences. dark sentences or something like that. Cool. His power shall be mighty, but not by his own power, and he shall destroy wonderfully. Wonderful. And shall prosper and do his pleasure. And he shall destroy the mighty ones and the holy people. Through his policy, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and in their security shall he destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. Mm. The vision of the evenings and mornings, which has been told, is true, but seal up the vision for it belongs to many days to come. I, Daniel, fainted and was sick certain days. Oh. Certain days, I don't know. Just a couple. Then I rose up and did the king's business, and I wondered at the vision, but none understood it. Well, us too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It was he said very none. strange. Yeah, none I'm glad it wasn't it. just us. Yeah. Fascinating. It's interesting. It almost feels like Daniel's like losing his touch as he gets older. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, maybe he's gone it's into okay, retirement though. at this point where he's like, I don't really do the interpretation game. That's kind of a young man's game now. But like, yeah. I still have the visions yeah. and that's why I got to <laughs> ask other people to do it. But I just, you know… Yeah. Yeah, except know. that I'm pretty sure that this happened before the writing on the wall because this is still during Belshazzar because oh, we jumped shit. back in time. You're right. Whoa. So, Maybe this is just so nuts that he was like, I don't know, somebody else has got to do it. Or is this like when Daniel was becoming truly powerful? You know, mm. this is <laughs> when he's really cool. dabbling in the dark sentences, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so next time he's going to be our last episode of Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. So any bonus episode stuff we want to look up, we're going to have to do it this week because it's going to be a quiz next week. Yep. All right. Are we ready for some psalms? Yeah, let's do it. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 138 by David. I will give you thanks with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing praises to you. 
I will bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your loving kindness and for your truth. For you have exalted your name and your word above all. In the day that I called, you answered me. Thanks for picking up the phone. <laughs> you encouraged me with strength in my soul. Thanks for not leaving me on red. Exactly. <laughs> all the kings of the earth will give you thanks, Yahweh, for they have heard the words of your mouth. Yes, they will sing the ways of Yahweh, for Yahweh's glory is great. For though Yahweh is high, he looks after the lowly, but he knows the proud from afar. Hmm. Though I walk in the middle of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. Your right hand will save me. <laughs> Yahweh will fulfill that which concerns me. Your loving kindness, Yahweh, endures forever. Don't forsake the works of your own hands. Cool. Yeah, good, good advice. Yeah. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. 139. Yahweh, you have searched me and you know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, Yahweh, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before. You laid your hand on me. This knowledge is beyond me. It's lofty. I can't attain it. Where could I go from your spirit or where could I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. (laughs) If I take the wings of the dawn and settle in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, the light around me will be night. Even the darkness doesn't hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness is like light to you. For you (laughs) formed my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Oh, that's one that all the pro-lifers love to whip Mm. out all the time. Got it, got it, okay. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Another, another popular one. Your works are wonderful. My soul knows that very well. My frame wasn't hidden from you when I was made in secret, woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my body. In your book, they were all written, the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is their sum. If I could count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I wake up, I am still with you. If only you, God, would kill the wicked. (laughs) Get away from me, you bloodthirsty men, for they speak against you wickedly. Your enemies take your name in vain. Yahweh, don't I hate those who hate you? Am I not grieved with those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> they have become my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. Hate with a perfect hatred. I feel like I got to reserve that one for I some real that. life scenarios. I hate you with a perfect hatred. <laughs> this hatred, it's perfect. Perfect hatred. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Or, you know what? We were talking a few episodes ago about making 
you know, those like inspirational posters with Bible verses on them, but picking out uh, some of the like weirder, stranger ones, you know, like, like that one. Have this like beautiful, you know, uh, uh, you know, nice depth of field photo of a bird and it says any kind of raven, right? But like this one would be good, right? Like I hate them with perfect hatred. Perfect it would be hatred. a good one to like, you know, it's a picture of like a stream in a mountain or something, but the caption says, I hate them with a perfect hatred. And then it says Psalm, you know, 139, verse that. 22. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Oh, we have a toast. We yeah. have a new patron. Yes. So we need to give a toast to our new parishioner, Steve. Yes. Thank you so much, Steve, for Thank supporting you. our show. We couldn't do it without you. Your support means that we're able to keep on doing this. <laughs> Yay. Continuing the work of William Tyndale, bringing <laughs> the Holy Word of God yes. to the masses in the most accessible way possible. Thank you so much, Steve. <laughs> yes. We're hoping so for drink and song and fun. We really hope that we don't, we don't get strangled for heresy because of it. Really hoping. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. that's to be determined, but... Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our parishioners and patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or at our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know